What's up, everyone? Aaron Negler here for PackersNews.com on Negler's Never Right. Thanksgiving edition. That's right. I'm recording this not only on Thanksgiving, but I'm on, you know, vacation, so to speak, with my family, with a bunch of friends. We've rented a big house in Philadelphia. But uh, Super Planner Aaron really didn't take into account that, you know, as big a house as we have, and it's big, it's like four stories, and there's tons of bedrooms, and Aaron thought, yeah, you know, we'll find a place, Uh, I'll find a place where I can record the podcast away from everything. Yeah, when there's like, you know, upwards of 10, 12, 13 children from all various age groups running around like crazy, there really isn't a quiet spot in in the house. So... I have a, <laughs> I have adjourned to the car. That's right. I am in the back seat of my car on a street in Philadelphia, talking to you, fine folks, because that's what I do. I bring the goods, the Packers fandom, the Packers, you know, the desire to find out what's going on with the team. It doesn't stop. It doesn't end just because there's a holiday. If anything, a holiday, I have found kind of you know, juices your interest a little bit. Um, so. Didn't want to leave you hanging for a week. Had to come out here, uh, record my podcast. I wanted to wait until I watched the Vikings-Lions game uh, because, uh, you know, A, obviously it will matter down the stretch if the Packers can somehow miraculously claw the way back into the playoff scenario. Um, but also because, you know, that's just Thanksgiving. I love watching football on Thanksgiving. I love watching the Lions play football on Thanksgiving. I've been doing it my whole life. Um, it brings back great memories and some not great memories, but yeah, I just, you know, I wanted to watch the game and I thought the Vikings looked really good. How to, how good does Case Keenum look? I mean, that guy, I mean, it's night and day and it shows big time what a difference coaching makes. Um, you go back and you watch what, you know, what he was like under Jeff Fisher. Uh, and now what he looks like with Zimmer and company and Shermer as this play caller, it's just night and day. Um, but obviously this isn't a Vikings podcast. It's a Packers podcast. The Packers did practice early morning, uh, very early morning on Thanksgiving. Uh, Mike McCarthy saying they were going to have a turkey bowl. So I'll have to get the results of that to you as soon as, as soon as I can find it out. Um, but in stricter business, the Packers released their uh, injury report late in the afternoon, or earlier this afternoon, and Corey Lindsley has been added to it with a back injury. Now, this has happened once before this season, and Lindsley ended up playing. But talk about what a nightmare situation that would be if Lindsley was unable to go. Um, yeah, the, the domino effect across the line would be, I don't want to say catastrophic, but it would be it would be pretty bad. But what will be catastrophic is this game Sunday night. And I'm not going to sugarcoat it, guys. I'm not going to beat around the bush, it's not going to be pretty. The Steelers offense, one of the best in the country, Uh, the Packers defense against veteran quarterbacks and that kind of talent at wide receiver. The Packers may catch a break because Juju Schuster may not play. Uh, He of the recent 21st birthday. Um, But there's still Le'Veon Bell to contend with. There's still Antonio Brown. Uh, There's still Ben Roethlisberger distributing the football over the yard. It's it's gonna be rough, and you gotta think. There's, I'd be very surprised if Kenny Clark is able to play. So, you know, the last couple of weeks the Packers have been able to hang their hat on their run defense at least, but they can't. They won't even be able to do that without Kenny Clark. 
I think you're going to see some ruptures. You're going to see some um, yards gained, so to speak. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's not going to be pretty. And then you flip it around to the offensive side of the ball. I mean, if Brett Hundley can't lead the Packers to points at home, what's he going to do on the road against a really good Steelers defense? I mean, they may be without Joe Hayden, and that may that may help a little bit. But, I mean, my goodness, Mike McCarthy – for his part, it is going to take. Not on the monumental doesn't even begin to cover it. Mike McCarthy is going to have to have one of his best coaching outings ever. It is going to take one of the greatest coaching jobs in McCarthy's history to get this job done on Sunday night. Now, you'll remember back in 2010 when the Packers were going into New England. Uh, the week after they lost Aaron Rodgers to a concussion in Detroit. And everyone th- said that that game was going to be out of hand. The Patriots were going to roll over them. It was going to be 50 to nothing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And Mike McCarthy took his team into New England and, you know, not only had a respectable showing, but came very close to pulling off that upset. Now, obviously, there are no moral victories. It doesn't matter that, you know, he had a chance to win it with Flynn at the end. He didn't, you know, that he didn't. But even in a loss, that was one of McCarthy's better coaching jobs. What he was thinking heading into that Baltimore game, I will never know. Uh, That is probably one of the weirdest, oddest, most kind of dysfunctional game plans I've ever seen from Mike McCarthy. The idea that he wanted to work downfield against a Baltimore secondary, which is filled with playmakers, filled with ball hawks, whether you're talking Eric Weddle, Jimmy Smith, whoever, that defense, I mean, they've been taking the ball away from people all year. And Mike McCarthy wanted to attack that with Brett Hundley? That made no sense to me. And his reasoning afterward, what he, the reasoning he gave after the game was even more mystifying when he said, well, I, you know, after Mays fumbled, I, did, I only had one halfback I could trust and I wasn't going to pound Jamal Williams you know, 25 times into the line. Why not? Why not use Jamal Williams and Aaron Ripkowski in tandem? You've shown that you will run Ripkowski in the past. You did it last year. You basically used him as your main halfback the first half of the game in Detroit in Week 17 last year. So now why all of a sudden are you, you know, I guess loathe to try and, you know, pound the football short in the game And I know my colleague Tom Silverstein asked McCarthy in a press conference, I think it was Monday, the day after the game, earlier this week, you know, he said, did you think you got maybe overconfident in what Hunley showed in the fourth quarter against the Bears? Because remember, Hunley did have a perfect passer rating in the fourth quarter down in Chicago, you know, obviously highlighted by those two fantastic throws, the touchdown and the big third down completion to, to Adams to essentially pretty much salt the game away. And, you know, McCarthy poo-pooed that, so that's not how it works, et cetera, et cetera. But I can really only come up with two reasons McCarthy would go the way he went uh, with that game plan against Baltimore. One is that that's exactly what happened. He got overconfident in what he saw from Hundley in the fourth quarter in Chicago. Or two, he's trying to get fired. And I know that sounds ludicrous a little bit. It sounds crazy, but I just don't understand it. I don't 
understand the idea of we've got this guy making his third NFL start. Uh, we've really struggled to move the football through the air. But yes, let's go attack the, mo- the, the, the best secondary in the league with the most ball hawks uh, on any squad. Yes, that's what we should be doing. We should be working downfield with Brett Hundley in that situation. It doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, and so that brings us to Sunday. You know, I, they, they absolutely have to. And again, Tom wrote a great piece at PackersNews.com that you should absolutely check out saying that, you know, this has got to go. The offense has got to go through Jamal Williams. It has to on Sunday night. I don't care if he gets 20 touches and gets tired. You know, bring in Ripkowski to spell him. Use Cobb in the backfield. Hell, use Adams in the backfield if you have to. You did it last year. But goodness gracious, in no way, shape, or form should this offense be trying to push the ball downfield. It should be getting into manageable third downs. It should be getting into, you know, situations where they're getting three, four yards of carry and trying to make things, you know, a little easier for their quarterback rather than putting it on him. And you saw the result. You saw the result against Baltimore. They put it on Hunley. It was a turnover fest, which is kind of what I've been talking about. I've been saying, you know, as Packer fans week by week have been saying, they got to open it up. They got to open it up with Hunley. Take the shackles off of him, all whatever, you know, kind of saying you want to use. This is what I've been talking about. This is exactly what I've been saying. You you say you want them to open it up, but this is a young quarterback who hasn't played a whole lot of football in the NFL. And you probably want to guard against that. You want to guard against opening it up. But open it up they did, and you all saw the result. Like I said, it wasn't pretty. So, yeah, well, it'll be interesting to see Sunday night. I think they got to run through Jamal Williams. And the other thing that has gotten a little play this week, which of course I, I think would probably be played up a little bit more if the Packers still had Rodgers and were doing better and there was this was a more high-stakes game. I think the storyline of TJ Watt and Vince Beagle, Kevin King, would probably be played up a lot more, and I'm sure we'll hear a lot about it on Sunday night, or at least a little bit from the national broadcast from NBC. But, you know, th- this idea that everyone wants to say that the Packers blew it by not drafting TJ Watt. A, you can't even begin to make that determination until like at least three years down the line. We've got to let their respective careers play, start to play out a little bit before you can even begin to start talking about, oh, Ted blew it. You can say Ted blew it with Martellus Bennett because we've seen how it's worked out. Yeah, he blew it. He blew it letting Cook walk, trying to get fancy, trying to get cute, trying to go for Bennett. Letting Cook, who was a known commodity, was productive, had a good rapport with Rodgers, had to draw the hard line, got cute, and it burned him. There, I am fine with you rendering a verdict. But when it comes to T.J. Watt and not drafting him, gotta let that play out. Kevin King has shown real signs of being a very good football player. He could be a very good corner in the NFL. But again, gotta let that play out. And now he's playing hurt with a shoulder injury. Probably be dealing with that for the rest of the season. Vince Beagle missed the entire first half of the year. Didn't have any offseason. Uh, he was really thrown into the mix against the Ravens because of Clay Matthews' injury. And I think you'll see a lot more of him on Sunday night than probably the Packers would prefer. But we'll start to get an idea of what the Packers have in Beagle. The early returns, I think, are pretty promising. 
But this idea, and I've heard it from so many people, that the Packers, oh, they blew it not drafting T.J. Watt. It's way, way too early to make that determination. Um, and finally, I just wanted to uh, wish you guys happy Thanksgiving. Like I said, I, you know, you could go anywhere to learn about the Packers, to hear about the Packers, read about them, listen to somebody blab about them. And you chose to download, you chose to listen, you chose to stream it, however you're listening today, on a holiday, holiday weekend, what have you. Um, I can't thank you enough. Make sure you're checking PackersNews.com for all the latest. We'll have everything up from the week of practice, the practice they had on Thanksgiving, uh, you know, everything that leads up injury-wise. Um, and then, you know, try not to get too crazy on Sunday night because, like I said, it's not going to be pretty. Uh, the Packers, if they can even have a respectable showing, I, I think that's a, that's a bit of a victory. But um, I don't expect it. I expect it to get ugly. I expect it to get late real early. So on that note, have a great Thanksgiving. Thanks so much for listening. I'll be back next week here on Nagler's Never Rest.